Hearing Loss Live talks meaningful connections. Hello, welcome to Hearing Loss Live. May is Better Speech and Hearing Month, and ASHA, American Speech Language Hearing Association, um, ASHA is the acronym, ASHA, uh, has coined this month as Meaningful Connections. So we looked at that and thought, wow, isn't Hearing Loss Live all about meaningful connections? It's our goal to help you with connections, right? Our workshops this month were based around how to self-advocate for yourself, how to have better connections with family. Our blog is all about how those connections can work. And it's really important when you lose your hearing loss, have a drop, even if you're stable. Why it's so important to have connections is to help not just yourself, but those with hearing to understand and better connect with you. Shelly, I'd like you to start off on the importance of of connections with people. Thank you. I think meaningful connections for this Black theme is awesome because I have made many, many a meaningful connection over the years. I, I was alone in a small town with hearing loss and nobody to talk to, and I craved that connection. So back in the mid-90s, I looked up the uh, hearing loss online and tried to look for a support group. And of course, there was none close to me because I lived hours away from anywhere, kind of like Michelle does now. <laughs> So I went online and I found the Say What Club, which was an online group. And I could connect via email finally. And that made a huge difference to my self-esteem and um, hard of hearing life. Because now I had people telling me about uh, technology accommodations. I remember somebody talking about texting back then. And, and it was just something that the I think the deaf were trying out back then. And I was like, yeah, that sounds awful. You know what? It's my main mode of communication now. <laughs> and I love it. <laughs> so from the Say What Club, they had their first big gathering. At, we called it Camp Colorado. We went up into Rocky Mountain National Park. And about 30 of us got together. I came away from that so very high on life because I met so many others like me and worse than me. And these people became my inspiration. And seeing them, I just knew that I could get along in life with hearing loss too. Over the years, I've attended other conventions and every convention, hearing loss convention I've attended has been well, wonderful for the workshops and stuff like that. But each time I've gone, I've met somebody wonderful. At least one. I can say sometimes it's as many as six people I've made a, a meaningful connection with and long-lasting friendships. And hanging around them so much has made me want to have pretty much only hard-hearing tribe friends and I include Julia in that because she gets it (laughs) she's in our tribe 
you know, and through the Say What Club, when I rejoined again in about 2010, I met Michelle, and look where we are now. And because I was going to our Hearing Loss Association of America Salt Lake City chapter meetings, I met Julia. So, so, so many meaningful connections. Um, I had the same experience that Shelley had um, when I found out about peer support groups. Um, I joined the Say What Club in 2008. And the most meaningful thing was that first week. I was so emotional that entire first week because um, I really hadn't connected with anyone with hearing loss since I was a kid. My grandmother was deaf, and so she was my first hearing loss connection. And I kind of learned how to communicate with her before I even knew I had hearing loss myself. But I was 48 when I joined the Say What Club, and that's a long time to just not have any other connections to hearing loss, um, people with hearing loss. And that first week, just hearing people tell the same stories um, that I told, just uh, I just learned so much that first week, and it was very emotional. Um, and then the first time I went to a convention, I wasn't able to make it until 2011, meeting a lot of the people um, that I had connected with online. And I've made some very good and long-lasting friends in the Say What Club, and Shelly is one of them. She joined in 2009, not 2010. Um, and so we've been co-volunteers and friends online since 2009. And then that the first time I um, visited Shelly in Salt Lake City. Um, I met Julia at a Hearing Loss Association um, of America meeting. And um, that's how the three of us kind of connected. And, and those those people-to-people -people connections are so meaningful. And as we were talking before we started the podcast, I'm always so awed by the fact that when you get online and you start um, delving into the heart of hearing community, you connect with people and then you see them in different forums and it almost shrinks the world down um, when you, you know, you're online connecting with people over hearing loss. Um, I've just made some really great connections through my volunteer work. I've done social media for the Say What Club for quite a few years now and just looking for content to share with people, um, emerging technology, um, new breakthroughs in the medical field, just whatever is out there, I'm looking for it to share. And, and through finding things and contacting the people who are, are coming out with these different apps and different things, I've connected with people before their businesses ever really took off. And it's just really interesting to see them grow and progress. And then, uh, you know, I've just made so many interesting 
um, connections. Um, a young artist in Minnesota, Liza Sylvester, she and I connected over a poem she recited online, and I asked her for a caption version, and that kind of led to a, an ongoing friendship, and we've worked on some things together um just just a multitude of things i could probably sit here a whole hour and and you know check off all the connections i've made um but it's just really um the silver lining in hearing loss uh, you lose a lot of things but you get to a point where you're a better self-advocate, you're a better communicator, and you start to see how hearing loss has really enhanced your life. And I think one of the biggest parts of, of that enhancement, that positive, is connecting with people um, over hearing loss. Some have hearing loss themselves. Again, Julia is a hearing person, but um, just anyone who's connected to hearing loss, it's just it's just a very cool thing. So I'm really glad that um, that's the theme of, of um, Better Hearing and Speech Month, this people connections, but connecting. I can't talk today either. So I'll hand it over to someone else. Right. I, I think meaningful connections for my industry um, becomes important. As a captioner, um, we have different ethical standards we follow, but meaningful connections can happen when you caption for Hearing Loss Association of America or any forum that is a support group, because that meaningful connection becomes how you can better serve the community, right? The hard of hearing community through support groups um, I, I do think anytime you can caption something like that um, really helps you better understand the community you serve. It also helps you as a hearing person to grow. Um, I, I do really think every person who, I don't care if you're a friend, a family member, a coworker, an employer, you should attend support groups that are about hearing loss, especially if you have anybody in your life. And let's be honest, one in five have a hearing loss, whether they admit it or not. So you know somebody you just don't know, right? And it will help you with better connections down the line, in the future, when you need it. I, I don't know. I can't talk enough as a hearing person on how involved you really should be I'm not saying getting lost in the hearing loss or, or make it your whole life, but understanding and what tools help you with communication. I just, it's so important and it's such a good connection. And, and April was uh, volunteer month and the support groups we talk about, they really are about volunteers, right? Um, the local chapters of Hearing Loss Association of America are, are all volunteer-based. Um, sometimes their CART providers or captioners are volunteer-based. I, I think that's a great way for a captioner to get really into um, what happens in uh, the hearing loss realm. Uh, Say What Club is all volunteer from, from the president down. Um, and, and it's all online. 
um, and they have their annual conference, which again is all volunteer ran. So kudos to those volunteers who are stepping up and helping the next generation of hearing loss. Um, you are to be commended. I have a question you guys might need to think about, so there may or may not be an answer. One of the things I've heard over and over since starting with Hearing Loss Association local meetings in probably 2001, so a long time, people say, how come I don't know about you? Wow, where have you been? How do we change that? I don't know the answer. I hope we find an answer. I, I, we have a lot of really great goals, I think, as Hearing Loss Live, but this is one that always is like, what do you mean you didn't know about us? We've been here all along. <laughs> so I just, I don't know, something in the back of your heads to think about that maybe we could even blog and podcast one day about that maybe could be shared. I don't know. Just, just food for thought. I love my connections I made with hearing loss. So Shelly. I do love my connections and why don't more people know about us is a very good connect, a question because once they do connect with us, they're usually really appreciative and um, so happy to find others with hearing loss. So I think doing our podcast and our blogs and, you know, and I hope we, as we do our sensitivity training with businesses, that more and more catches on because sometimes we need to reach the hearing people to get to the hard hearing people. We're working on it. <laughs> so meaningful connections. Well, I've, I'm going to back up. I finally accepted my hearing loss completely about five, four or five years ago. Because when I thought about it, it's been a rough journey. It's never, it's not always been easy. <laughs> and there was quite a few rough patches because of it. But because of my meaningful connections with people, I had to finally accept my hearing loss because hard of hearing people are some of the best people I know. And Julia is one of the best people I know. So without my hearing loss, where would I be? I, I don't know. I, I truly appreciate where I am today because of my hearing loss. And it's because of the inspiration people give me. Julia has inspired me uh, eight years ago, and she helped me get a workshop with captions, a cart. And she sat beside me, and I could fully participate for the first time. I saw that in my Facebook memories the other day. And I was like, only eight years? <laughs> but sometimes it feels like a whole nother lifetime ago. But that was my first step into confidence in, in being able to request accommodations. Uh, so that's, that's like a, a big moment for me this week. Like, wow, you know, look how far I've come. And, and I'm so appreciative. And it's been people like Julia and Michelle's always like, you request CART. <laughs> Everybody deserves CART. We deserve effective communication. So she's one of the ones that helped me with my job as a hard hearing specialist with Utah. And she made me realize I'm, I'm a representative of Utah and I need to request CART as often as needed 
and make that our mode of communication so more people understand it. But other connections come and go. My Toastmasters meeting the other night, um, I'm on an online Arizona Heart Toastmasters group called Audible Toast Talkers Toastmasters. And I ran into somebody that had just joined the meeting for the first time. And I was like, ooh, he sounds interested. You know, I need to get in touch with him. And he's going to do a podcast with us later this summer. And meeting people like Christy from the Arizona Commission for the, of the Deaf and Hard of Hearing, another great connection. And social media groups. I, I've met and connected with people through social media groups, too. Everybody inspires me. I'll go back to Julia's question. And, and you know, I never heard about um, hearing loss support groups, peer support groups from any audiologist I ever saw. Didn't hear about them from state services or anything. And it was all research on my own. Um, I came up on, I think, a way I found the Say What Club was by reading one of their blogs that was reshared on someone else's blog. And I thought, oh, that looks interesting. So, and, you know, that still goes on. Um, we, Shelly and I both still volunteer with the Say What Club and new people who come still Um you know, wonder why they didn't find these peer support groups sooner. And and I don't know what that answer is. Um, I think audiologists, hopefully audiologists are giving out more resources than they used to give um, when I was uh, trying hearing aids um, since I was 21 through my 50s. Um, you know, maybe some community-based organizations could maybe have some resources on all of that. I just really wish there was a really good way to get that information out to people, but I still see new people coming um, to the Say What Club asking about, um, you know, they don't know about CART. They don't know about the accommodations available to them. So that's one of my most meaningful connections is helping new people who come who don't really know anything. I know what that felt like. And so that was my whole motivation for volunteering. And, you know, when somebody new comes, if they don't know about state services and that, I research their state and I send them all kinds of detailed information because I like helping people. That's kind of why we started this business. We all love helping people. And, you know, some of those connections have been so meaningful. And, you know, and most people might come and they might get the info that they want and they might leave and you might never connect with them again. But it was still a very meaningful connection. And I've gotten some of my best compliments in life when somebody tells you you're a clear spot in the forest of hearing loss. I mean, it makes it makes all the time that you're volunteering and giving for free worthwhile because, you know, that tell, told me that I really helped that young man who said that. Um, and he, he, people are just really looking for help, looking for a connection. So, um, again, it's good that that's the theme of, of the Better Hearing and Speech Month, um, because those connections are so meaningful. Thank you, both of you. 
Any other thoughts? Shelly? Of course. I was just thinking about how much I like meeting new people to hearing loss and helping them. And over the, well, since 2010, you know, helping people online and then later on in person, because people helped me. They did the very same thing for me. So I'm passing it on. And so one of my favorite things in the world is to help somebody with hearing loss and watch them go out and help other people. Because that's what, that's what we need to do. We need to keep connecting and passing the knowledge on, sharing what we know. And anybody can do that, hearing loss or not. Whether you know somebody with a hearing loss, whether you don't, whether you bump into them in the street, anybody can actually help with that thought. Good one. Anything else? We've got about four minutes. Um, I mean, we don't have to go the whole four minutes, but I I do have some question thoughts. Just real quick, this is Shelly. I just wanted to say that every time we educate hearing people, it's helpful too, and they can go on to share with other hearing and hard of hearing people in their lives. You're absolutely right, because hearing people, I think even people with uh, new hearing loss don't understand the difference between deaf culture and someone who's hard of hearing or faces a hearing loss. And I think that education will help businesses uh, grow, obtain, and keep employees with a hearing loss, um, because it's an investment, right? It's your invest, it's an investment in your employment. I want to go back a little bit of a circle. Um, I do like to end with questions on what did you do this week? I'm going to change it up and shock everybody. Surprise, surprise. Uh, I'm going to go back to audiologist and I'm going to ask some questions. So um, this is for audiologists directly. We hear a lot in our hearing loss community that people come, they want hearing aids, they don't want services. They just want to be fitted with hearing aids, right? I think we've all heard that from some specific audiologist along the way. That's why they don't offer a bunch of services. But audiologist, should you? Does it really hurt to send that couple out with the hearing aids and a pamphlet that talks about Hearing Loss Association of America? Say what club? Hearing Loss Live. There's tons of education out there that they may think they don't want because they just want the hearing aids and they get home and find out the hearing aids aren't like eyeglasses and the hearing doesn't change or maybe it's tinny or maybe what they thought they were gonna hear, they're not gonna hear, they might need that pamphlet. Think about it. We'd be happy to help you get those pamphlets. Again, worst case scenario, the person never uses it. But what if you reach that one client that says, thank you. Because you gave me this pamphlet, helped me with my hearing aid noises, I call them noises. That's probably not appropriate, but I am now going to say my friend over here has a hearing loss. 
I'm going to refer them. And you allowed them support groups. Better yet, what if they're struggling with work, but they're afraid to tell you? Now they have a pamphlet to help them talk with their employer. It really can't hurt. I encourage audiologists reach out to us. Let's figure out how we can better get information out and support those with the hearing loss, their family who may be sending them in for the hearing aids, by the way. So maybe you need to give that information to the hearing person to understand. Let's get that information out there. Let's help. Ask for CART. Let's help. Use ALDs so that staff know what it is. Let's help. We can do this if we work together. That is effective connecting as far as I'm concerned. Okay, my soapbox. I'll step down now. Anything else, ladies, before we wrap it up? We hope you enjoyed May. We hope you enjoyed our workshops. We hope you attended. We hope you attend in the future. Our lip reading concept class starts again in June. So if you haven't looked into it, go ahead to hearinglosslive.com and find our upcoming events and sign up and register with us. We look forward to seeing you again. Oh, perfect timing. Bye. Come to hearinglosslive.com and join us for our lip reading concept class online this summer.